It can be very discouraging when believers in Christ discover that they still have flesh and they still sin. Sin in the life of a believer, especially habitual sin, can cause us to, number one, question our spiritual status. You know, we might begin to wonder, man, am I even saved? Am I even in the family of God? Sin brings feelings of insecurity. Number two, we might feel naked and exposed to God's judgment. We might believe God is angry with us and that he'll punish us so we withdraw from him. Or thirdly, we experience disunity. Sin makes us combative and defensive. We get at odds with other people very easily. And we can see all three of these struggles in the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve sinned. They had previously walked with God confidently because they were his children created in his image, but they hid from God after they sinned. Possibly Adam and Eve might have thought, well, maybe we're no longer his children since we have, we've marred his image so much through our sin. Sin revealed their nakedness. They felt exposed to God's wrath, and in fear they set about to work to cover themselves with fig leaves. And finally, there was no longer unity between Adam and Eve. Adam accused Eve and blamed her for his fall. He used to say about his wife that she was bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. And now she's this woman. What happened to the love, the unity, the oneness they shared? You see, sin was a barrier in their relationship and they were at odds. You know, these struggles are all part of the disheartening reality that believers face when they sin. Now, the Galatians knew this experience of ongoing sin. And some false teachers came along and taught them that obedience to the law would perfect them and reassure them of their standing as children of God. If they kept God's law, they would no longer feel naked and unclothed, exposed to God's hatred of sin, and they would have fellowship with all other people who were likewise obeying God. <laughs> but notice what Paul says in Galatians 3, 26-29. So in Christ Jesus... You are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, there's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So first, just notice how we find our assurance that we're in the family of God. Galatians 3.26 tells us, it says, We are all children of God through faith. You see, Jesus was treated as if he no longer belonged to the family. He was abandoned by God on the cross so that God would bring us into the family when we believe the gospel. We are children of God through faith in Christ's sacrifice, not through our efforts at obedience. And secondly, Galatians 3.27 states that we have clothed ourselves with Christ when we believed and were baptized. Now, previously, we were naked in our sin. There was in us this 
horrible blindness and ignorance, contempt and hatred of God, uncleanness, greed, gluttony, dishonesty, etc. This corrupt and sinful nature we received from Adam, and that's called the old man. But look at the cross and see Jesus suffering in our place. Having become sin for us, he was naked in our sin, that is, exposed to all the wrath of God for us, so that we would be clothed with Christ, robed in righteousness, wearing the garments of salvation. And third, Galatians 3.28 declares, you are all one in Christ Jesus. Whereas sin brought division and strife, the gospel brings unity. Whereas the first Adam accused and blamed his wife, the last Adam took the blame, was accused instead of his wife. Jesus prayed in John 17 that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. He prayed for our unity, and then he died to make us one. In God's kingdom, there are no denominations. Nothing that separates us one from another, only one big family of God brought to complete unity. Ongoing sin is dealt with in the same way that we dealt with it at the very beginning of our Christian life, through faith in the Son of God, His death and resurrection in our place. The cross transforms our discouragement with our weak flesh into hope and victory in Jesus.